Hey guys, this is Rob and welcome to day number 26 of an experiment I'm calling Give Us This Day, our daily Guinness. What would happen if every day in 2019 I sat down, I drank a pint of Guinness and I recorded a podcast episode? It's my hope. It's my curiosity. Uh, oh my gosh. Freaking, I, I'm At this point, I'm almost parodying myself, but really it's genuine. I really do mean this. I, my curiosity was what if I could change the way I think about curiosity and change my definition of it from a noun to a verb, to a lifestyle, to the way I look at the world and other people around me, to the way I look at the day in front of me and the people I meet, the conversations I have, the drinks I drink, the food in front of me, the arts, culture, whatever it is, I'm trying to see what would happen if I can essentially realign myself into a new way of looking at the universe. I'm actually, I'm so pumped right now. I've never, I've never set up two people on like a blind date or played like the matchmaker with a couple of friends, but I feel like if I ever did, this is what it would feel like. Here's where I'm at. I am about to introduce to you someone that I have a feeling is going to be a good friend of yours. He's a close friend of mine. His name is Danny Warnock. I've known him for years. And I just have this feeling, Danny is one of, here, let me explain my relationship with Danny. Danny plays, he's originally a drummer, and so I met him playing music. Every time I play a gig with Danny Warnock, I know that naturally in the green room at some point we are going to have the deepest conversation about probably the most obscure thing ever. We talk about if you can, I mean, if you can think about it, we talk about it. And our conversations always go deep. And I always know if I'm hanging out with Danny, I'm going to leave thinking about things deeper and more intentionally than I did when I showed up. So this, it, I, 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 this is so fun for me because I'm, I have a feeling that Danny is going to, I, hopefully he's going to start, if he's down with it, I want to have him back on the podcast. And I have no idea what our conversations are going to be about, but I just know that most likely, like this one, I'm going to play for you right here. It's going to be, uh, it's going to go all over the place. So we were playing a gig today up in Anoka, Minnesota, uh, which for those of you not from Minnesota, it's like a suburb of the Twin Cities. And I said to him, hey, listen, I've got this microphone here. Would you be down? What would happen if you and I, uh, we left the green room, we found another room, and we just sat down, the two of us, and had a conversation? See what happens. So he was down for it. And... I said, all right, let's just, let's just talk for 15 minutes about something. Well, 15 minutes turned into about an hour conversation. So here, so here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play, I want to play for you here the last 15 minutes or so of our conversation we had today. And this next Tuesday, when I release the full length uh, podcast conversation. I'm going to release the in conversation in its entirety because I have a feeling that you guys will find this interesting just like I did. Uh, so here's where this part of the conversation came into. I was talking to Danny about the fact that he started his own hammock company. And I realized, you know, because of this podcast, I've had so many interesting conversations with people about creating and starting a new endeavor. And I feel like I've realized that I have this, I've had this misconception about people, specifically entrepreneurs who start a business from scratch. I have this misunderstanding of how it all starts in their minds. So I decided I want to ask him about that. And what ended up happening is 
even this tiny part of our conversation, we end up getting into talking about fear and learning the importance of leaning into risk and risk management and and managing our fear. And it went super deep. So this is my conversation with Danny Warnock. I hope you enjoy. And if you enjoy this, check back this next Tuesday for the conversation in full. I want to talk about your hammock company mm-hmm. real quick. The and I'll put sh- links in the show notes of this cool. for your Thanks. stuff. But there's a when I feel like I've noticed with talking with people, the conversations that this podcast has opened up with me, I've realized that there has been a misunderstanding in the world of observing, create, creating something or starting something. There's a misunderstanding of that. In your company, you're creating a hammock, right? Yeah. How would you even describe it? It's not like a normal hammock. Um, I created a hammock designed for backpacking and camping that um, is an insulated hammock. And so in, well, when I go camping, instead of bringing a tent, I bring an insulated hammock and a down blanket on top. It's, it's a down-filled yeah. hammock, a down blanket on top, and then I got a tarp over me. And it's a lot lighter and quicker to set up and way more comfortable than a tent setup. Yes. And so that's the, it's kind of where the hammock was born. And then I, you know, we have a couple other hammocks now. We have yeah. several different, I think we have over a dozen products now that, that we're offering or just about ready to offer. Um, so that's kind of what it is. I mean, it's yeah. camping oriented um, hammock gear. Yes. That we do. It's a okay. Gear. So you, I, the misconception looking at this endeavor is that you would have an idea at some point uh, and the idea would be you you have this idea for 12 pro- the dozens or so product that you're saying that you have and you have an idea that's fully formed of this this hammock that you are selling right now you you had the idea for it and then so you set out and to complete it and create it but really what happens is you have there's this void you don't know the end product but it typically yeah. just starts with like a question or an idea of making something. What was the very, I'm interested in like the very first question or curiosity you had. Well, it started with, I guess, sort of a bucket list thing. I wanted yeah. to go solo camping in the Boundary Waters. I wanted to do a solo canoe camping trip. Okay. So I'd always wanted to do that. And so I was planning this trip and looking at all my gear, which was getting really heavy. And so I was like, how can I lighten this? My pack was just getting ridiculous. And so the tent was the heaviest thing. And I was going to bring a, like, just a store-bought hammock yeah. or just relaxing in anyway. And I thought, huh, I wonder if I could sleep in a hammock. And that was literally the question. And I started Googling it. And sure enough, there were people who did that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more popular now than it was then. But there were still people who did it. <laughs> yes. You know, uh, once again. the internet. Yeah. yeah. Once again, you were at the kind of forefront end right. of hammock camping, at least in the conversations yeah. I was hearing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I was like, sure enough, like I had already, I'd already gotten into, into a little bit into sewing, making tarps, so I already had a tarp. I just needed to make a bug net. So I bought, yeah. went to Walmart and bought some, um, sheer curtains and yes. I made them into a bug net. And then I slept on a pad and, and I was, I liked it. I was like, I like this more than a tent, but I, but it was hard to stay on the sleeping pad. I hated blowing those things up. Mm-hmm. My shoulders were so cold. So I still knew this is not the ultimate sleeping experience outside. So then I, then after that trip, which, which was a great trip, um, then I was like, I want an even simpler, awesomer hammock. Yes. And so there is something called underquilts that you attach to a hammock that gives you insulation on the bottom. And that's like a huge step up. I was like, that's still not as simple as I want it. Like, I want it built into the hammock so it doesn't slide around. There's no cold spots. Like, there's some challenges yes. with underquilt. It doesn't exist in the world. Yeah. You yeah. Can, you can buy it. You can buy what I was looking for. Yeah. So I just, 
made my own version. Like I've for yourself, that. just for myself. Yeah, yeah. And you weren't thinking like, I, I, oh, this is a great like no, no, million I dollar idea. At all, never thought I'd have a business that was yeah. at all in my mind. I just I knew the way I wanted to camp, and it wasn't something you could go buy. So I just made it for myself. Uh, but then people were seemed really intrigued by it and were asking if where'd you buy that or asking if they could buy it. And so eventually I, I realized maybe maybe there's something here. Yeah. So I started talking to an entrepreneur friend and yeah. one thing turned into another. But yeah, the journey from beginning to end has involved like so many different people who've kind of come and gone, um, so many different prototypes. Like it's been, I mean, thousands of hours of you know experimenting, of sewing, of working on stuff, marketing. It's yeah. unbelievable. Like nobody, don't ever start a business. It's a terrible idea. Yes. It's so much harder than you can imagine. At least the business I chose. Maybe there's better businesses. <sighs> Yeah, uh, and I say that because you need to have so much drive that you're going to ignore what I'm telling you right now. But if you just think, "Oh, that sounds kind of fun to start a business," like, nope, don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, one, one, I, I heard one entrepreneur talk. They asked, this was a venture capitalist saying something. A question they ask all their their potential founders is like, "How many all nighters have you pulled?" Yeah, you know, or tell me about a time you pulled an all nighter. And if they never have done that, they're like, they're out because they're really they're not the kind of person with that drive. To do it, yeah, and so I've pulled quite a few. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so yeah, that is so a great it's, it's, question it's a about anybody that is obsessive about something. Or I mean, yeah, I'm just thinking about all the times yeah. that's I, everybody that I've talked to that's like done all nighters, whether you're mm-hmm. music yeah. or you're just uh, you're creating something. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if I answered your question. Yeah, totally. But, I mean, it's definitely been this this journey. You know, yeah, a lot of. A lot of dead ends too. Like you try something, it just doesn't work. You know, yes. Like a product idea or a way of doing something. You know, so. Man, I don't know if this was. I don't know where I was listening to this. I might have been. I don't know. I don't know where this was, but this last week I was listening to something, and they were just talking about the importance of the importance of being okay with something failing. Yeah. Like that is the biggest superpower you can have. Yeah. It's like this may fail if you, if you don't if you don't uh allow yourself to be comfortable with that. Yeah. Like knowing that this might not work out. I don't. Yeah. Oh, that man, that's that was a big thing. Like it's been the last year's been a very very challenging year work, working on this business and uh there was like points it just felt like there's just no it not that there's no way this is going to succeed, but like there's like a ten percent chance that this yeah. thing is going to work. Yeah, it just there was so much that had to get done. There was no money left. Um, you know, just a lot of different challenges. And what I had to do was kind of face into that void. I didn't even want to look at it. I, like that, the fear of failure was was so intense. Like I couldn't even like look in that direction. But I forced myself to say, okay, what is the worst thing that can happen? Let's say this company goes up in flames. You know, tens of thousands of dollars down the hole. People, you know, friends and family that, you know, I've still money to who helped me get it, get it going, you know, like I'll have to pay them back, you know? And it's like, that was a really, that was hard to like, look at that. It's like, but you know what? I'll, I'll get myself a regular job. Maybe I'll go back to writing software and I'll, you know, I'll eventually get everyone paid back. Like. I'll know I gave it a good try. I'll know that yeah. it wasn't a stupid idea. You know, yeah. there was reasons to think it could succeed, and I don't need to feel ashamed about it. Like I, you know, I it took courage to do what I did, and it failed, and 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 that's okay. It doesn't have to define me. And I'm also young enough 
that I can recover financially. Yeah. So I just realized, okay, the worst case scenario sucks, but it doesn't have to be devastating. Yes. Like, not like my life is over, I'm worthless, I can never recover financially, any of that stuff. And so that helped me a lot when I really kind of faced into that. And I think it was Jordan Peterson, a little plug for him, he's been a huge influence on me the last year. I don't know if we've talked about him at all. I think a little bit. But I, You're the one that I would, actually introduced me to him. I want to go on the record saying I believe he's the most important thinker in our lifetime. I think the ideas he has, the way he integrates science, psychology, um, philosophy, myth, great literature, um, sociology, like a lot. I mean, he's an incredibly smart person and just has a really interesting way of uniting all these things through, I would say, um, a big part of what he does is sort of an evolutionary scientific lens. Um, and there's one, I mean, we don't have to get into all that stuff. The point, point with him, I, I recommend that you go check him out. He's, he's really awesome. But he talks about like chaos and order. And what a lot of ancient myths are about is there's this chaos, whether it's just like an empty void, you know, or whether it's a dragon that's like burning all the villages. Like there's some form of a chaos and the hero goes out into the chaos and conquers it and mm. uses his reason and logic and you know, kind of finds a way to rein it in and make an inhabitable space in that chaos, and that's what that's what a heroic person, you know, in a, in a story does. And so I was like, all right, I have a lot of chaos in my life, you know, like I had just moved and I got this business, and there was just even more stuff I don't want to get into, but like a lot of chaos, and I realized that like I was afraid to even look at the chaos, and so when I sat down, I was partly inspired by Jordan Peterson to say like, all right, I, I have to. I have to face that dragon, um, and that that helped me get through, you know, those fears about <sighs> failure. So I do think you have to be okay with failure, and you have to not be okay that it might happen. You need to ex- it will happen. Like it, you're gonna fail sometimes. Like you have to fail sometimes, and it's okay to fail sometimes. It doesn't mean it doesn't suck, <sighs> but like just plan for it. <laughs> yes, man. I because I if I believe. I'm trying to be, I'm so against a lot of certainty because I think there's so much ego and certainty and having like hard, fast opinions about some things in life. Uh But man, if I really do believe anything, it is that life expands and contracts with our willingness to assume risk Mm. and our willingness to do those things. It like life is totally more valuable and expands into like, it can be so much greater if you're willing to do that. Yeah. And everything you're making me say, I just remembered a, a quote I heard this week of talking about how we we misunderstand, most of us misunderstand the the saying, it's all going to be okay in the end. Mm. So when people say, oh, it's all, take a risk, in the end, it's all going to be okay. What we, what we misunderstand, we think that means that it's all going to work out the way we want it to work out or the way we think it is. And it rarely, if ever does, even if it does, technically something's different. It's never going to work out. I would say like you think it will. Uh, But really what that phrase of like, it's all going to be okay really means is that whatever happens, you are going to have the strength and, and grit Mm. to figure out what to do next. Mm. Like there's never any just, there's never any end. There's nothing ever. Nothing can come out of this. If you're still alive, nothing can come out of this that can't be handled. Yeah. No matter how painful it is. That's really good. 
Yeah, because yeah. I yeah, because like there's definitely discomfort and you don't know how it's gonna end. Oh jeez, yeah. And it's not gonna be what you expect. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And you might end up being really happy with the things you didn't expect. Some of yeah. them you won't like. Yeah. And some of them are like, wow, I never imagined this could have happened. And look at all these awesome things that have yeah. come because of that. So I, I think that's really good. And Dude! Just, the core of who you are is going to be okay yeah. with whatever, you know, whatever things happen. Oh, it's so heavy. It's <laughs> so good. Dude, I know. Okay, let's end it with this because we, we're on stage in 20 minutes. I love that. I love that. Okay. So, man, uh, I w- I'm going to go on. Let's end it with this. I'm going to say thank you for hanging out with me and yeah, chatting man. with this. And more so than just this recording moment. Um, like I feel, I just know every time that you and I are playing together, I just know, I always come in knowing that I'm going to have as some co- side, some some type of interesting conversation. Mm. It's never going to be dull. I'm, I always know I'm going to leave thinking about something deeper than when mm. I showed up. And I love our conversations. And I love the fact that I am going to stop. I'm going to stop here a second and stop recording this. And I know the conversation we just had is not out of the norm for me hanging out with you. Oh, this yeah. is like totally... Oh, yeah. This, this is totally, totally normal. Yeah, this yeah. is actually totally normal. I'm being so serious. So thank you for being, like making me, helping me think deeper about life. You are really... Way to monetize a friendship. Yeah, let's <laughs> do <laughs>